0: Hello, it's LLN Classico episode 2 and it's T-minus however many hours because I don't know when Mike's going to put this out so let's I can't give you a time frame however it's happening it's Derby week Sunday I'm buzzing hit that theme press the button that's the theme tune
1: LLN Classico podcast with pickles and gravy half of you will hate half of it
2: That was very nice good intro
1: Thank you
0: it's not just you. Who's, I'm, I'm getting used to it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd give that a solid uh, seven out of ten.
0: Wow, for um, for for an intro. I listened back to episode one, mm. and I think I've peaked. I mean, I thought you were, you were quite good.
2: Uh, just on 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 that, we um, we definitely. I hope we haven't peaked, but we can we can certainly do better because our podcast, this this little old podcast of ours, yeah, we got to number seventy five in the top one hundred. Football podcast in the UK. Wow. Number 75. Wow. Which is respectable, isn't it?
0: I think that's very good. Yes. For for one episode. Yeah. Brilliant. No, but I think I've peaked, is what I mean. And in what, generally in life? The audio quality of episode one.
2: Ah, okay. And this is firmly on your hands. Yes, blame the tech guy. I
0: believe peaking is when it, it goes a little bit it yeah. pops the sound right
2: yes it does yes
0: what you've done there is you've sabotaged the mic quality <laughs> to make you sound better i know what you're doing here
2: look you know if i've got better tonal control of my my voice than you do um then it's not my fault is it you know just just learn to Keep your voice Sorry, down. Sorry, is this thing on? All oh, right, yes. Yes. Right. Okay. There
0: you go. No, it should be good. We've got a great setup again here. Well done, Mike.
2: Can, can, yeah. can we just can we get into the setup? How, how, yes. how this is actually different? So we've only, we're only on episode two, but we've already moved home.
0: We are still in the Fickle Valley.
2: We are in the Fickle Valley. <laughs> 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 I'd like to live in the Fickle Valley. Thank you very much. Without being chased with pitchforks, so you know, I will not give out your address. Okay, thank you.
0: Um. However, mm. the number of your house is how many goals are going to put past you on Sunday.
2: Disgusting. Um, is that was all that would also be double the amount of goals that you conceded at the weekend.
0: He lives at number 10. <laughs> well, people could have done the math there, couldn't they? All oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the setup's brilliant. This is is it
2: uh... Well, what I've done is I've created a recording studio/booth in my garage.
0: Right, it's yeah. good.
2: I've got a garage. A garage in the Fickle Valley. Somebody's doing all right. It,
0: mm, mm. It's hot in here.
2: It is quite warm. <laughs> I did warn you, this is going to get um, rather rather stuffy. We we might have to open the door I couldn't uh, believe halfway through.
0: Last episode was the longest I've spent with a Rovers fan. Yeah. And it was the, the closest proximity. Mm. I'm worried by episode three, what mm. you've got in store. Because we are very close to each other right now. We,
2: we are quite close. And um, and what I haven't really accounted for in this studio is there's no ventilation in here. There's no there's no windows. There's no air conditioning. Because um, that is just going to create, you know, sound that I don't want on the podcast. Um, but also... Don't
0: describe me like that. That's really mean. <laughs> you begged me to be a part of this podcast.
2: <laughs> you are a sound that I don't want on this podcast. No, but... What I haven't accounted for is uh, it's all right now; it's the winter, but when it gets to summer, it could be almost uninhabitable in here. Really, it, it, what we will basically be doing is recording from a makeshift sauna. If you if you want to be topless, I, 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 it's up to you. Um, but it's it's you know it's your choice.
0: Rovers will be topless come Sunday.
2: Wow. Is that a good pun? Um, no. Right. Um,
0: as in without the top. Yeah. Without being top. Without top of the league. I think the issue there is, aren't you top of the league? Yes. 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 I'm saying you'll be. You won't be top. You'll be top less. You'll be, right. You'll be. You. You. I Rovers will you. be
2: without the top. Isn't the thing though that um, while we're recording this, Sheffield United could actually go above us both. Yeah. Um, by the time the derby comes around, I think yeah. I might be right in that yeah. saying that.
0: And as long as it picks up your your tears on Sunday, <laughs> as long as. As long as th- these mics can can pick up your little sobs, mm. as we uh, as we deconstruct yeah. the game on Sunday, okay, I'll be pleased.
2: Well, you know the equipment is is, is key to making a great podcast, um, whether it picks up my tears or not. Can I just tell you a little bit of story about this machine here? Yes. So what we're looking at is, I know, sorry, I do I do apologise. Patronising. Uh, I do apologise that this has nothing to do with the East Lancashire Derby at the moment. However, I really do feel like this is a very good story. I am calling this The Rodcaster. This is made by the company Rode. Yep. Uh, but I'm calling it The Rodcaster. So this piece of equipment is quite expensive i wanted one for a while oh, right. you've
0: so got a I, garage you've got right i'm well, okay. just
2: saying um don't rob my garage um so what i what, what i've done is i've i've I headed over to ebay i thought i'd try and find one for cheap you know someone might have thought about starting a podcast gave up do you know what i mean there's plenty of them around <laughs> i nearly did <laughs> um but you're here uh so i thought well what i'll do is i'll try and find a cut price one managed to pick one up i was like oh yeah that one's like half price than a new one. I used to buy it. Didn't really take notice of anything, what have you. Um, and then I didn't hear from paid. Didn't hear from the guy selling it. I was like, I wonder if he sent it off yet. I, I don't know. if he, I got a notification on my Instagram from a certain Rodry Giggs. Oh. Rodry yep. Giggs. Yep. Saying, hi, mate. Have you bought a Roadcaster off eBay? I was like, yes. Yes, I have. Oh, it's, it's mine. I just wondered if you wanted me to drop it off. I'll be in Burnley tomorrow. Right. I can always pop over to Clitheroe and, and drop, drop off this, this thing. And I looked, I thought, this is, this is, this is Roderick Giggs. Yeah. I looked at the picture. I was like, yeah, that's definitely the Roderick Giggs. Yeah. Anyway, next day, there he is. Turns up, baseball cap on, Roderick Giggs. With what is now known as The Rodcaster. Excellent. Yeah, because he said apparently he doesn't trust sending it like via Royal Mail or whatever.
0: If anyone's got trust issues, it can be Roger E. <laughs> I, I think we can understand that. <laughs> I think that's okay.
2: Right, should we get on to El the Clasico? Yeah, come on. We podcast? need to
0: do something Burnley Rovers related. Come on. Right. So,
2: Sunday. We're on the cusp of it. It's... it's um. It's it's almost here.
0: I'm buzzing. I'm nervous. I'm riddled with excitement, <laughs> anxiety. Did, did you wonder where that was going? Riddled? Then? Yes. Yeah, I, I am. Riddled with. I am.
2: I mean, I know you're from Burnley. You're um, riddled with all okay. sorts, but... let's, let's, let's Sorry. Um, it's a cheap shot.
0: It's very exciting.
2: I think that Rovers fans aren't as nervous as Burnley fans.
0: Perhaps. Hmm. It's only recently that the nerves have set in for me. Right. I've been quite confident. I think we're the better team, mm. and it could be almost a redemption for that five nil. That's that's what I thought. I mean, that's possible. It's on the cards. You brought, However, you
2: brought it up. I mean, you know, you seem to you seem to have taken quite a long number of years to get over this five nil. Really, oh, you I still would, keep bringing oh, it up.
0: I, I would love. That word redemption to occur, I would mm. love that.
2: Mm.
0: I don't think it will, but it could. Yeah. Now, what we've learned, what we've seen from the Sheffield United game and from other moments in the season, even though Burnley have been successful so far this campaign, there is an evident blueprint on how to beat Burnley. Mm. And it's something that Blackburn are very capable of producing. That makes me nervous. Okay.
2: What do you think that is, then? Is it Are you a team that can be outplayed? Or are you a team that can get booted up in the air? What, what Which one are you? Because the championship tends to fall into one of those two categories. You get these ideological managers who come in and think, I'm going to get my team to play the best football ever. But they're really, they're playing with championship players who are
1: good yep. And they're not yep. good enough
2: to do it week yep. in, week out. And then you get the ones who are just like, I'm just going to try and win. I'm just going to boot everyone in the sky. See Luton Town. Um, Swansea are a little bit like that. Um, Sheffield United are a bit gritty, aren't they? Ollie McBurney and people, they'll just put themselves about. Crosses into the box.
0: Right. That is our Achilles heel. And it has been throughout the season, really. Taylor Harwood Bellis has been excellent for us. Mm. Jordan Bayer has been excellent for us. They are six foot two, six foot one. Mm. They're not small guys. But defending crosses into the box has been a weakness for us. Yeah. And it was something that Sheffield United exploited really successfully. And it's mm-hmm. something with the likes of Barrington Diaz, Shudder, and Sam Gallagher. Um, They're the only Rovers players I know. But <laughs> um, it's something that Rovers could use to, to, to beat us. So I'm worried about that.
2: hmm Luckily for you, we're not really a cross-into-the-box kind of team. Uh, We're a get-the-ball-down-and-break team, really. Right. Mm. But um, balls over the top, we're pretty... I don't know if you saw our goal at the weekend. This is
0: interesting because nobody knows a team's weakness better than the fans of that team. Exactly. Right? So how would you say, how can Burnley beat Rovers? (sighs) We
2: if you take the lead we're done for we're not getting into the game we're just not so i mean i would start and press us high because we will we'll do the same we will from the start we will i wouldn't say we go for it but we'll try and dictate play and if you within the first 20 minutes tell us who's boss score we will not we will i guarantee you that's us out of the game it doesn't matter if you go 1-0 up we're not getting back into it Which is weird. That's not very us, but that seems to be what we're like under Jan Dale Thomason.
0: Generally speaking, a trait of Companies Burnley is that we press high Mm. and we start with a high tempo. Mm. Generally speaking. Yeah. So that's what you can expect, I think. Mm. Now, there has been moments where we've started slowly. And if that happens, the crowd, the turf crowd has been brilliant this season mm. it really has but in a game like el land classico it can get edgy can't it so i think if we don't start well that might happen and
2: i hate to use this cliche you've got a lot of lone players which i'm liking because i always think that they're just not quite as in it and i know that's very cliche and a bit old school but i do sometimes feel that whenever we've had a load of lone players in the team you sort of go oh, they don't they just never really seem settled and I didn't, I always just do feel like there's never as much in it for them. And that's when I think I sort of look at, because we don't really have that many loan players. You could
0: perhaps extend that further to say we have a lot of players who aren't experienced in the championship mm, or yep. experienced in English football generally. Yeah, I don't exactly subscribe to that idea, mm. but it is a thought that I've had mm. and I, I really hope that company expresses the the importance of this game to them i've got no doubt that vincent company knows the importance of this game yeah he's he's you know his wife's a mank he's he's lived in manchester all you know the last however many years yeah um so i don't think he's under any misconceptions but it's a good point
2: Mm. I, uh, i i i think actually both teams need to be congratulated actually for basically the development of young players, because what's your average age? Because I was watching, I was going, there's a lot of these young lone yeah. lads yeah, from yeah. from your cities and that sort of thing. We're a bunch of toddlers, yeah. Like most of it, most of our teams are academy now. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's so nice. I'm being being nice now. This is a nice mutual appreciation mm. on this pod. You know, don't get used to it, but mm. it's nice to see this instead of those horrible turgid teams. In the championship, you just go. I'm going to sign a lot of asbeans. I'm going to boot everyone up in the air. And you know they know they know how it's done in championship. So I'm, I'm going to bring in muscat. That's the muscat. you know that that yeah. attitude. Yeah, which we did when we first got relegated. It was rubbish. We signed a lot of asbeans, and no one cares. And they're all on loads of money. But it's nice because this is going to be a game full of young lads.
0: Yeah, the, you know. the transfer policy that Pearce has implemented. And and of course by extension. Sorry, I
2: thought you with your accent I thought you you
0: you said you yeah. said Piss. Right. That's what we we're gonna anyway. Um
2: Chairman Piss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I uh,
2: can I just the, you are trying so hard not to laugh. The transfer strategy Just yeah. let it just let it out. The transfer strategy like-
0: The <laughs> transfer strategy that Alan Pace <laughs> and by extension company have implemented is very youth-based. Yeah. And it's exciting. It's fantastic. Yeah. I wonder how many of these players would have come in if Dice was still manager. Well, that's it. You can Total imagine... What I can imagine
2: exactly what he would have done if he were in Championship. He would have gone the proven
0: players in. He'd have signed, I don't know, is Danny Guthrie still playing? <laughs> oh. He'd have tried to sign Danny Guthrie. He'd have tried to sign... There's a whole whole,
2: Oh, I have the best story about Danny Guthrie, but I can't, I can't say it because he it could get legal.
0: I don't want to get legal. <laughs> no,
2: yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you off air. So, uh, but, but I I was I was in the media team when Danny Guthrie was at Blackburn Rovers. Right.
0: Um, oh, I forgot he played for
2: Rovers. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was a bit of an idiot, to be honest. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know
0: my point. So <laughs> it is going to be a game of two teams chock-a-block full of young, vibrant players. Ours are better. Yeah. Thanks. Um, No, no! But, I think we're the better side. And I I will Uh, say it on a podcast, I think we're the best team in the league. Yeah, That doesn't necessarily mean, and this sounds so convoluted, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to go up. No. I think we will. But, I think, I think we've got a really, really good team. However, I'm nervous for Sunday and I think it could be a Burnley defeat. Oh. I'm so, I'm dreading it. No. I'm excited. No, dreading strong word. I'm not dreading it. I'm really, really excited. And I think it could be a one niler like it has been. They've been close games, haven't they? Mm. But the potential's there for us to turn Rovers over. The, that. That could happen yeah as
2: well. i think if you take the lead like i say i just really I, I worry about us trying to get back into the game we just don't seem to have that in us
0: so talk to me about players other than brereton diaz see now this is what
2: i think might happen so i had a like a premonition the other day um about a, a certain uh, ryan hedges right now ryan hedges for i think it's quite a nice thing about podcasts because you know you sort of go right okay you're looking at me Cause like who the hell is Ryan Hedges? I'm not that ignorant, but I, I don't know who he is. now. it was a bit of a weird one. Ryan Hedges. He signed under Mowbray, so we signed him. We we courted him for ages. We got getting linked to Ryan Hedges from Aberdeen, and you're a bit like, Ugh. and he got frozen out of the team at Aberdeen. You're like, why are we trying to sign someone from Aberdeen? It's cold is, up there. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He arrived, and you're like, oh, who's this guy? This season, he's been excellent. What position
0: is he? What kind of player is he?
2: Well, good question. What position is he? He has played. All over the shop, including at one game, a right wing back, despite the fact that he is left-footed. And actually, when he did play that position, it was like a stroke of genius, because he he just he he would just completely bamboozle in the, the opposition defence, like he didn't know what to do with him. So, I think that you could potentially fall down the trap of concentrating too much on Brereton Diaz. Meanwhile, you forget about Ryan Hedges. And people don't sort of realize that he's also left-footed, and he'll just cut in, and you never know. I've just got feeling that he might be the one who does it, who scores for us.
0: Yeah, I think every Burnley fan is. And i like have you. Diaz, but... We,
2: when we go ahead, so this is the opposite. So if we go behind, we don't get back in it. Someone's going to crucify me now if I'm wrong about this. I'm fairly certain I'm right. Once we've gone ahead in a game, we we haven't lost it this season, so we will win if we go ahead. Interesting. We'll win. However, what I would say is. Saturday was painful against Huddersfield, and we really did hang on there. Huddersfield are dogger as well. They were bad. They were bad. They were bad actually, ta- they're a bad team. It's a shame. I don't like that happening. I don't know why, but uh, they, 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 but they they were they were poor. They were poor. So
0: Burnley have come from behind quite a bit recently. Um, we've thrown so many points away from leading positions, mm. but it's. Satisfying to see that we have it in our locker to come back. Mm. When you've got players like Anastaruri and Manuel Benson, they are dynamite and they can cause so many problems. So it would be nice to see us not have to come from behind again. When I saw the score, you know, when we went 5-2 down, I was working on Saturday, but when I I clocked it was 5-2 with something like 20 minutes still to go, Mm. I thought, we can't do it again. Again. Yeah, we can't. It's not going to happen with such regularity. No, so it would be really nice for us to, for the game to to go, I suppose, as planned, and for us to start off with that high tempo, get a goal, shut you lot up, and then, and then uh, really inflict more damage.
2: I love the fact that you've got a player called Benson and we've got a player called Hedges. Excellent, Benson yeah. Hedges. Yeah,
1: the El Lan Clasico podcast with pickles and gravy.
2: Um. We haven't drawn this season at all yet, which is which is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it's freakish. That's what I mean. We're everything or nothing. Um, so I am actually going to say it's going to be a one-all draw. I think Ryan Hedges will score for us. I reckon you might, you know, Jay rod or someone like that. I gonna think it's going to be,
0: gonna be a, a Burnley win.
2: No, hold on. You no. just okay? No, no, no. no. no you change, pr- change, No, 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 no. Okay. I'm worried. Okay, you're worried. A few weeks
0: a ago, I was very confident. Yeah. I didn't really give Blackburn any chance. Mm. But I do now. Mm. I do. But I still think it's going to be a win. On the 7th of October, I awoke (laughs) in the early hours.
2: Was everything okay?
0: And I'd had a dream. Oh. It's one of those ones. I wondered what
2: was coming then, yeah.
0: I'd had a dream,
2: Mm.
0: a very vivid dream. I turned to my phone to write this down. The dream was that Halil Devishoglu scores the winner... In L-Line Clasico. So that's what I'm saying. Does he even play for you? Or of course, does he run on come the pitch on. From a different... Don't be ignorant. Does he play for Maribor? Devi Shoglu's number 30 for us. He's on right. loan from Brentford. Okay. He scored the winner against uh, Rotherham the other week. And in the dream, Devi Shoglu scores the winner. Right. I can't remember if it was a 1-0 win or a 2-1 win. It was one of the two. Devi Shoglu. So I want to put it on record. We are recording, aren't we?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think. So. Devi Shoglu is going to score the winning goal in L1 Classical just from a dream. Now, if this wasn't boring enough, hearing me talking about my dream, that's going to attract listeners, isn't it? But I think it's going to be... As long as it's that dream, not the I other one. I think ones. it's going to be... That's a different... That's a spin-off. Yeah. L1 Ha L1 classic.
2: Not, might not make it to the final <laughs> edit if it did. Oh, we, had it will. A, we had an editorial meeting I'm about insisting, whether we were going to broadcast Wank Classical. That's the
0: funniest thing you've said. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I'm gonna go, yeah. I'm gonna go 2 1 because I, I we two. do concede, we've got a tendency to concede the odd mm-hmm. sloppy goal, mm. and I think. Brereton Diaz is going to bundle his way in and and blast one in. We're
2: all going to be. I love the fact that you do describe him as bundling in because he does bundle, doesn't he?
0: It's like he. I've not seen much of it. I th- I'm worried about... the way he dribbles the ball is just constant luck. Right. Okay. It's, it's like it bounces off. It his does. It does give me like, like impression that impression from the from, yeah. the from the from the little. Believe it or not, I don't watch a lot of right. Yeah. But ah ah yeah, good
2: point. Put a pound in the air, in that's, the jar. That,
0: that didn't take. That's, that's, that's taken that's, longer yeah, than I thought. You've done quite well there. Thank you. I I don't watch a lot of him, obviously, but he does seem like a bit of a bundly, awkward player. Mm, I think that's
2: what helps him really. I think if he was actually a little bit more delicate with his touch, people would read what he was about to do. But the fact that he's just like a, sort of like an ostrich <laughs> trying to run a forward Do mouth. you
0: think he'll be with you? Come the end of January.
2: Yes, I do think he'll be with us at the end Even of January. Even though he's out of contract. Yeah, I do. I think. Um,
0: I I think what happened in
2: the summer was that, and I would like to go on record and saying I was wrong. Actually, at this point, I I remember my exact words were, "If we don't sell him, it is negligent." Who to? Uh, just to the general. You sell? What? What do you mean? I have these conversations in my room. Right, it's almost okay. like I'm doing a press conference. Um,
0: right.
2: Yeah. Uh, just to no to to associates. Right. Um, I said it would be negligent if we didn't sell him because obviously you know we have like a twelve million gap in our finances. You used finances. The word
0: negligent. You well, just, yeah. dro- just dropped that in a in a normal conversation. Kind of guy I
2: am. Yeah. Um, I I thought uh, <laughs> I thought um, yeah I thought it would be silly to not sell him. What I think happened was we only got like offers of like eight million, which is just you know, and then you look at what the replacement would have cost. So say like names like Josh Bowler were doing the rounds. That's like a five million fee. Then you got to pay his contract, which is about you know, say it's a you know, twenty grand a week sort of job. That's going to be like three, you know, three years. It'll be like three million. You could live you, in
0: the Fickle Valley for that.
2: Yeah, you, you could. Yeah, you could buy a nice, <laughs> you could buy a nice terrace house. Um, so. So I think that would have added up to 8 million. So you're, you're getting rid of a striker that you know can score goals in the championship for a striker that you hope might score goals in the championship. That's all. That's... And then you've got his three-year contract liability as well. I think that's why it happened. So I think what the owners have done, um, and the, I... I, I... Look, I, I don't want to get too much into behind the scenes of the club, sort of still kind of working for them. But I think sometimes people think they're more on, involved than they are. Go on. But I do think they got involved at this point where they said, look, it's just not worth us selling him. I think we should just keep him. Even if he goes on a free, at least we know we've got goals, this, which is the most important thing. Because mm-hmm. if you took our, his goals away, we would probably be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I would love to see what the. I think we'd be bottom half, wouldn't we? We'd be somewhere. I don't it's not a too dissimilar
0: situation with James Tarkovsky. Mm. We could have sold James Tarkovsky knowing that he wasn't going to sign a contract. Yeah. And I was similar to you. I said, if an offer comes in, you've got to sell him.
2: Yeah. For the finances. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it, obviously we kept him mm. because we thought that gives us the best chance of staying up. Yeah. And it did give us the best chance of staying yeah.
2: up. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's quite a reasonable way to look at it and one I hadn't really thought of. So, no, I think I don't think we'll sell him in January either. I just don't think it's worth it for the chance that we could. And I think we, st- I think we still will. I think for most of the season now we will be in and around the playoffs. I don't see us dropping off like we did under Mowbray. Um, I, I, you know, it would be silly to sell him when the actual result could be 160 million pounds worth of TV rights money if you just happen to win that one game. So, yeah, I think we'll keep him.
0: And the Venkis will take it and run. Yeah.
2: Well, no, probably not because this is. I had a very. Do you know what? I just, you know what brings me on to? I did have this as a talking point. So next bit of the podcast, let's let's lead into. Was
0: this. it on one little pieces of paper? It was. It was.
2: No, I've I've upgraded from the paper now. I thought save the trees. We're we trying to lower our carbon emissions as a podcast. I had a very interesting Twitter debate with, um, with with someone over finances in football, and he was a Burnley fan with the last name Pickles. Oh. Yeah. Right.
0: Any relation to you? No, but it, it's Jason not... Jason Pickles. No, no relation to me. No. Hello, Jason Pickles. How are you doing, mate? Hello. You all right? Hope you're listening. Um, where We were talking about, basically, there there is,
2: and if you look at any championship club... We'll talk about basically you know how Rovers and Burnley fans like to pile on like, Oh you're skint and this and that and oh you're gonna go out of business and oh, you know venkies of blah 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 blah.
0: Oh I hope.
2: <laughs> we went through this on the last podcast. We don't hope either of us go out of business because well we won't be able to make this podcast, would we? Yeah. If you look at championship clubs Oh we could,
0: it'd be me laughing for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be me it'd be me scrolling on BBC News trying to find BBC sport. It'd be me scrolling on BBC Sport trying to find what league you're in. <laughs> <laughs> when next time you're playing Shadsworth FC or whatever.
2: That's that's what... Shadsworth FC. Mill Hill. Mill Hill. Um, no, so basically, if you look at any championship club, it's quite funny, really. If you look, there's about... A, most clubs have between a 6 million and a 12 million gap where they just don't have enough money to basically to keep a competitive side in this league. We're no different. You can look up most clubs are like this. I looked at Millwall's finances the other day who don't have like a sugar daddy sort of owner and they have about that deficit
0: can i just tell listeners mike actually has a fiance <laughs> can you believe can you believe what she has to put up with yeah
2: it's uh it's, 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 she, she does that thing look as at well. millwall's finances
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you actually know there's a
2: Anyway, if you look, it's basically the way we manage to survive is basically the Venkis put six million in a year and we somehow have to find six million a year. And someone who used to work at a club, I had these talks There'd be no Blackburn Rovers without the Venkis. There there wouldn't really be at the moment. So if you start to look at how much on these 0% interest loans and share allocations that Venkies have actually put towards the club, it's relatively risk-free for Blackburn Rovers. The way Burnley are funded isn't because... Burnley's model requires a return on that investment almost immediately. So if the Premier League money doesn't return, there is no money to give these, you know, because it's all private equity, there's no money to give back to the investors. So that's the risk there. When you've got actually, I know a lot of people sort of vilify these single owners and that sort of thing, but it's actually better because at least just the risk is just with them. They might do something silly, like just fold the club, but it's unlikely that they would do that. For Venkies to get their return, we basically now are in the field of we'd need to stay in the Premier League for about three seasons. So even if we go back up, I think we're now in debt to them about probably about the same as the, the, the TV money, about 160 million, you know, 50 million they pay for the club and then all the money that they put in over the last 10 years. So for them to sell, they sort of need to get us to the Premier League and then us to stay there to recoup the money. And then they can siphon it off or do whatever they want to themselves. So we're sort of in this sort of purgatory area where they either keep sticking with us until we get back to the Premier League or they're just never going to get their money back.
0: They're siphoning money into the club though, no?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. They're the only thing that's keeping us going. Yes. So
0: from their point of view, I just wonder what they're getting out of it.
2: Well, I've asked that question for years <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're genuinely you know i've met representatives of them and stuff like that they're genuinely good people like they're not there's no I'm sure i'm yeah, sure they are yeah but that's what i mean i don't even with the nicest intentions i don't understand what they're getting out of it but i think
0: i think Balaji, are, they, are they in too deep now
2: yeah i, th- I think so i mean you know uh, yeah it's it just it's i guess it's an accounting exercise you know it, it must have some sort of benefit on the figures and stuff like that, that they can move stuff around in a legal way. Um, So, yeah, I I, I don't get what's in it for There
0: is no shadow of a doubt that promotion for Burnley in the next two seasons is crucial. Yes. So, yeah.
2: I think that is the difference. We can, I think it's seemingly now, we've levelled out into this weird situation that we're in where they have to put so much in, we have to find so much. For Burnley, it is very much... You need to go up in the next two seasons or else it's absolutely curtains. Like, real, real serious curtains. So, it's going to be interesting to see what happens.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I think we spent more money in the summer than I thought we would. Mm. I was expecting us to not spend much, and we haven't spent much. Mm. I've seen some fans of opposition teams saying... Burnley, you know, of course they're top of the league. They've spent the most money. I don't think that's the case. I don't think we've spent vast amounts. Um,
2: You've been a lot shrewder than I thought you would. Like I say, I yeah. thought, you, you know, it could have gone that way where you just buy a lot of old
0: I was expecting to be and... free transfers, yeah. a couple of wily old heads, but that was before company was announced. Mm. I think company was chosen because Pace wants to take the club in this different direction in terms mm. of how we're perceived. And I think... A lot of the reason why Dice was let go wasn't necessarily to do with results. Mm. It was more on the identity of the club. Yeah. And that's changed. We've we've gone from Brexit Burnley mm. to this sort of flamboyant, exciting team crammed full of youth. Yeah. And it's really refreshing after... It, Nine it, or so years of dish.
2: With a level head, it does seem that way, even as someone from the outside. it, it does, you, you feel... It, you look at Burnley a bit differently. I mean, you know, you're still... You're not exactly my cup of tea. Let's put it that way. But, you, you, you know, you do... Um, the players, you come across more now as like an artisan cup of tea rather than a builder's brew.
0: We are certainly a bit more hipster with the classic football shirt sponsors. Yes. Lovely shirt. Um, the turf is looking beautiful is like, it can i just say mm. rovers fans you're in for a treat <laughs> the turf is looking gorgeous yeah there's all these new screens all the way around oh no they're awful no and there's someone who's literally worked no operating okay those i LEDs. was dubious i was dubious jesus
2: there's too many of it them it didn't
0: feel very burnley mm. you know you know what you know what i mean by that yeah it didn't feel very burnley so you you want to go back to? The no end. i don't i now <laughs> i've experienced it a few times you know yeah. enough times the pre match performance, all the lights and the the, the the timeline of the club flashes before your eyes, um, it's good. Hmm. So, if pace leaves us up shit creek, at least we've got some fancy hoarding.
2: Yes. <laughs> As the club goes out of business, you clutch onto your LED screen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the El Lan Classico podcast with pickles and gravy.
2: Right, well, I'll tell you what we did on social media. Um, if 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 nothing else, if Rovers don't manage to get a victory on Sunday, we did win in what really matters, let's be honest. I put out on the El Classico social medias, which I would like to remind listeners, is at Llan Classico on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, all of them, I don't know, that's it, I think. Um, I put out a poll and... We like to tackle the important questions here on Land Classico, of course. Yep. This is a very serious podcast. Tie Brown. Yeah, exactly. Answering the questions that other people are scared to. Uh, so I asked, who sold the best computers? P3. Oh, God. Or Time. P3 computers, of course. Burnley sponsor in 19... Uh, yeah. The 90s. Uh, and then Time, of course. platinum Rowe sponsor, 99 till 2001, Um And... Time came out on top ninety percent to ten percent. Uh twenty votes there, so it's uh, so it's
0: you know, healthy How uh, many votes? Twenty. Oh it's a thriving Yeah, so it's a it's a, it's a good <laughs> it's... sample.
2: It's a good uh it's a good sample of people there. Yeah. yeah, so uh just just, uh, just to let you know that was uh, that's what happened. Did you have a P three computer or a time computer? I don't know. I've never seen someone look less bothered in
3: my life.
0: It's not really hooking me in that no that feature. Is that
3: Sorry. not no, isn't that not up and out. Listen, just a quick and and I know it's this uh Well, they're dubbing it L-Lang Classical this weekend. Who do they think they are? Uh, But listen, just a quick word of warning to any of you Blackburn or Burnley lot. If you think for one minute this weekend you're going to walk into my town of Accrington, right, and settle your differences in that lovely little town, you've another thing coming. Listen, I can see you lot already have a few beers. One at teams is going to be upset. Uh, and you'll be more hard work than them bloody teenagers zipping round on them e-scooters. And I've, I've backhanded a few of them. So trust me, lads, you'll get it too. Just behave yourselves. Enjoy the occasion. It's a big day for Lancashire. And keep your bloody... Keep your hair on. Uh, what's left of it's from you. I uh, need to grow up. Uh, but I am hoping for a good game. Plenty of goals. I'm not frightened. Neither should you lot hmm? I know
0: that P3 is still in Burn. Or oh, the sign on the buildings... Is this, is this, this is the thing, Is what time is still... Or is it still there? It, I think it is. Yeah, time is still down at
2: Shuttleworth Mead Business Park in Simmons Stone. Um, but I don't know if they still make computers.
0: Don't know.
1: If
2: this still stays in the podcast, then... I mean, I feel sorry.
1: Whether Clariton blue or blue and white, we can all agree that Preston is shag... What's
2: your opinion on the travel arrangements...
1: Yes.
0: The travel arrangements are very interesting mm. and I think it will be a one-off.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, very much my uh, th- I think they sort of think that they're going to be able to get to the point where they can give Ewood a go and I think it's it's unfortunately going now, to go that badly. I'm that- telling
0: you now Burnley fans will not be making their own way <laughs> to Ewood Park. <laughs> no. So I
2: I'm not going to the game, which I'm sure people listening to this will go, "What? Did you do a podcast about it, but you're not going?" But I'm actually working for the club back at Ewood. He's,
0: he's going to a Clitheroe game.
2: I'm not going to Clitheroe. He's going game. to a,
0: <laughs> a, a, a Reed game. He's going <laughs> to a Trodden Celtic game. and <laughs> Celtic. Yeah. Well, that's 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 Burnley territory. That. Yeah.
2: Um, no, I'm uh, I'm 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 hosting the stuff back at the lounges at Ewood. Yeah, Park. this sounds cool. So, yeah. what, what are you doing on Sunday? It's like a beanbag. So they're going to be showing it in Blues Bar uh, at Ewood, and then in the lounges. And there's going to be a uh, Lang Classico quiz before it. I will try and plug the podcast. I'll uh, I'll try and wangle a few plugs in there for yep. it for us. And and so yeah, so I get to watch it in a in a safe environment because I obviously living in the Fickle Valley. I would have really resented By having By the way, to... the
0: Fickle Valley is the Ribble Valley. Yes. Just just if that's not...
2: Already a term that's been used quite a lot. Uh, it was you came up with in the first episode because you suggested that people in the Ribble Valley are very fickle with the team that they support. I would say that it's always been more Rovers than anyone else, but you okay. you, you, you suggest that, that they do switch a little bit. I would yeah. say there's maybe a few more Burnley fans these days, but... Yeah,
0: you know. every every 10 years or so. Yeah. They swap they swap shirts. <laughs> get the other one out the wardrobe
2: i would have had to go to ewood park to get on the bus and then to go to to go to turf Moor, or i could have made my own way there evidently these days now which what they want to do and i know it sounds silly and a bit you know but i am being serious i don't think i would have felt that safe getting the bus getting off at burnley bus station Having to walk to Turf Moor for a number of reasons. One is I do know quite a few people from Burnley and Burnley fans, and I just wouldn't want to run that risk. If one of them sees me and They're jokingly, not- jokingly goes, "Hey, look, it's you!" Hey, and then you know it's curtains, isn't it? And everyone's it's going to be awkward. And also, like I haven't seen any sort of details yet of how do you,
0: how do you get into the ground? I don't know. I don't yeah. know how it's going to work because Harry Potter's way is used. By away fans and home fans. Yeah. So you've got turnstiles for the Bob Lord, which is, which is a, a home stand. Mm. And then on that corner is the the turnstiles that away fans use to get into the, the cricket field stand. Yeah. So I don't know how you're going to have Rovers fans and Burnley fans together mm. on Harry Potter's way. Yeah. Obviously, there'll be some sort of segregation, you'd imagine. That's going to be difficult and interesting to see.
2: Yeah. So... You'll get to the point where you'll want to go into the away stand, or the half of the away stand, but you, you'll just be... It's not going to be one in, one at a time. There's going to be a bit of a queue. So you're going to be queuing, quite obviously as a Blackburn Rovers fan, to get into the away bit. That's just not going to be comfortable at all, is it? I mean, I just it would just feel intimidating as
0: heck. I can't envisage it, really. No.
2: Maybe I've missed some communications about it, but I'm fairly certain I haven't seen anything yet. So. I think
0: once in the ground... There's netting in place now. That's mental, isn't it? And I think they've increased the the area between the two teams. Yeah. To the you know the area between the two teams, between the two supporters. Mm. I think once in the ground, it will be fairly trouble-free.
1: Fingers other than cross. other
0: than the the usual gesturing and clambering to get at each other and yeah. stuff like that, and golding, it's outside the ground. It's in Burnley town centre. It's even yeah. It's even in train stations. Around the area and and things like that, where I I can't imagine it not kicking off. Yeah, I know, I've got you. I'm really struggling to picture a scenario where people aren't scrapping.
2: Mm. Same, because even when it was a bubble match, they'd still meet up in sometimes the most ridiculous places, like Cherry Tree... Uh, which I've never got that, but I suppose it's on the line, isn't it? But yeah, it, it's just, it's going to be everything else around it, really. It's not so much what's in the ground. So, and
0: you'd think that the Rovers fans with tickets, you can tell me, would have a certain mm-hmm. amount of points to be able to get a ticket.
2: Yes. Uh, well, it was a bit, some fans were a bit annoyed at the system, but I thought it was relatively fair. It was basically you had to be a seeking ticket holder, an 1875 club member was just an extra money-making membership thing and then uh, have an away ticket as well so they'd worked out that there were enough people in that category to only do like you know 1500 and then the rest would open up to just 1875 clubs and and, the,
0: and is and it 1600 tickets you've got 1800 tickets something like that no i think it's more than that I think is, it's it? Like, is it 2, is it 2270 is it yeah yeah right,
2: yeah okay. it's a little bit healthier than thought but okay. it's but well, it's gonna be interesting to see what i i, I do sympathize with the commercial team at Rovers for this decision, because what do you do for the game back at Ewood? Do you do what most Rovers fans would want, and that's give Burnley two thousand two hundred tickets, or do you just sell out the Darwin end?
0: Well, there are rumours that we are going to get the full Darwin end. That's but what I've heard and what I've read.
2: What a ridiculous policing operation that would have to be if we're going to make if they're going to be allowed to make their own way to the ground. Do you well, know what I mean? That won't be the case. Yeah.
0: I'm. I, I'm 99% certain we'll be on cultures. Yeah. Ewood Park segregation, I think, is easier at Ewood Park.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, because it's you. you yeah, you, you're coming from. It's just a more major road, isn't it? Really, I guess. And it's only. Well, you come off the motorway. It's only a little bit of a stretch. You and it's separate stands as
0: well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So obviously separate entrances and things like yeah. that. And
2: mm. hmm. we shall see. But hopefully everyone behaves on sunday mm, we'll
1: see el podcast the world's number one podcast dedicated to the east lancashire derby is it not the only podcast in the world dedicated to the east
0: lancashire derby talk to me mike about john dal thomason um because this is an interesting season for both clubs with new managers starting at the same time yeah
2: especially after the same manager for so long
0: and two managers that are former professional players who've played in the premier league um Obviously, Similar ages and things like
2: that. Yeah, I mean, one of them's a Champions League winner, one of them isn't. But um, we, yeah, we won't um, we won't rest uh, on our laurels there. But um, yep, yeah, I would um, I like him. I think he's quite intense, and I think there's certain members of the squad who, and I think this quite suits him having a young squad. But I think there's certain members of the squad who, because he's got them in doing so much training and he's so intense in the way he wants to play, have struggled to keep up with that. I think that's to be expected. Um, but he has been a breath of fresh air. I, 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 I honestly, when he came in, I thought, new manager, I'll just take mid-table. I'll just take, you know, just something solid. That's absolutely fine, but he's he's far outdone my expectations. Were so. you surprised? At the appointment or how well we've done?
0: Both, but at the appointment.
2: Uh, yes, I was surprised at the appointment. Yeah, I... I Who did you think it was going to be? Someone awful.
0: <laughs> Coil.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well obviously the president's uh i think um who did i think it was going to be well carver's carver Hal was the front yeah, runner for a while was, yeah it was just no i mean I, as soon as that name came off i was like oh please no um just wanted someone like him really it was a bit new and fresh not one of the old has-beens mm-hmm. pardew quit his job in at CSKA sophia at a very uh <laughs> at a very convenient time and i started looking going no please please no 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 um,
0: it's mad, isn't it? How those things work out? Because I remember before Daish was appointed, I think the favourite was Stephen Presley. Wow, do you remember him? Isn't it funny He's how never things really done? Do you, isn't it funny how things? Stuff, I he? think Phil Brown was muted for the job oh, as well. Jesus. And isn't it funny how you look back and you think, oh, how how
2: those sliding doors moments? It's worth whenever that happens. It's worth looking who these people's agents are all the time because there's like. There's certain, for for a number of reasons, one is that they're just trying to push their client, the manager, all over the newspapers and just try and get him a job, even though they know that job's unattainable, but it says we're in the market. Another one is that actually clubs, more than you think, do tend to get into bed with agents and get very comfortable with agents, not in a bad way, just in a, they trust them, you know, and, you know, you look at whose people say, oh, well... They had the same agent as Mowbray or something like that. And, and it makes sense that they went for someone similar as the that. So so I bet they had. I bet, honestly, if you look at who their agent is, it would be someone to do with something at the club, 100%.
0: This time around, I thought Burnley were going to appoint Michael Carrick. I was mm. convinced it was going to be Michael Carrick. Yeah. And I wasn't far wrong with my reasoning because he's young mm. and he has a profile. Yeah. And I think that's important to pace. Yeah. Uh, fresh ideas, a new scouting system, and that's exactly what we've got. Yeah. Now, it's not Carrick; it's Company, and I'm very, very pleased with that. Mm. But I, I'm quite pleased with myself for mm. for uh, kind of nailing what I think was Pierce's logic. Yeah, in terms of why we went with Company.
2: Mm. Yeah, Pierce's logic. Yeah, <laughs> um. <laughs> he's done all right. Company.
0: I, I looked at him and he didn't really do much in Belgium, though, did he? And he had Andelek. Disagree. I disagree. To, uh... I disagree. It did very well in Belgium. Andelect are not the Andelect that we may think
2: Yeah, I guess so. They're not the
0: Andelect of old. Yeah. I think this season yeah. they are something like twelfth.
2: Yeah. It's like Royal Antwerp, isn't it? Who are like top or something like that, yeah. So
0: there's I think there's financial problems, there's a high turnover of players. Right. I think they're not yeah. particularly settled upstairs, I don't think. So I think company did well. I think he got them third twice. Right, um, okay. So I know what you're saying, mm. but It was a trickier task and elect aren't the behemoth of Belgian football at the moment. I'm sure they will be. Mm. Thank you. Um, So I'm very, very pleased with company. Mm. He speaks so well. He's obviously a highly intelligent bloke. And players want to play for him. Wouldn't you want to play for him? Yeah. With the career he's had. Players like Zaruri and Benson, they glow about him. Vitinho, every new signing that came into Gawthorpe in the summer has quickly mentioned the impression company gave them.
2: I I am a bit annoyed at you for the second successive manager appointing someone who is very hard to hate. Um, It was much easier when you had the likes of Stan Turnant, um, Owen Coyle. Stan the Man. Stan the Man. There's a song, isn't there? Stan the Lavatory Man.
0: Don't know that song.
2: Yeah, um, I can't quite remember it now.
0: Um, Well, similar replies with Rovers and Mowbray
2: yes good bloke really lovely bloke
0: i miss the likes of henning berg oh, and steve keen who else was there steve keen henning berg yeah michael appleton oh god i really miss that period <laughs> hallison days <as> it was <laughs> yeah um and mowbray was a very far too sensible of an appointment for rovers
2: he was actually it was a fan. shock
0: to the system for burnley fans yeah and i'm glad he's gone and Credit where credit's due. John Dor Thomson seems to be doing a good job.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and we, we the, the one of our problems is at the moment is John Dor Thomson. He wants us to play amazing football, uh, but we don't have the players to do it. No. So some t- when we're playing like a, a rubbish team, it's fine because we'll we'll m- make enough mistakes to still get by and that sort of thing. When we play a decent team, we're just out the game. We're, we just we just can't string two passes together. So it
0: seems, from my very distant position, mm. Rovers rarely dominate a game. Is that correct or not?
2: Um, I I think we we have got a bad habit now of we kind of if we do take the lead we seem to know we're going to win, so we we take the foot off the we, we, we take the foot off the gas a little bit really and we we've started letting teams into it a little bit so yeah we don't dominate as much as we could I think we could be in a position where if we carried on we could really be battering teams but we're not really. He likes to rotate a lot as well, like we don't have like a set. But
0: you were talking about the squad's quite thin.
2: It is. But he he seems to be rotating a lot of the youngsters. So you're never quite sure. I'm still not entirely sure who the youngster that he thinks is really going to make it is. There's one exception, and that is the Wilp Schiapurlo, Adam Wharton. Right, yeah. Who is... I know you tend to get excited about your own players and stuff like that, but he's going to be something special. He really is. I
0: saw his assist the other game. Ah, yeah.
2: But he's like... The little prod. It's not even just that sort of thing. You just watch him. And he passes it like he's like a 30 year old bloke. Like he just picks out a
0: pass. You just you look at it. You're like, how did you even see that? Is he a deep sitting midfielder? Is he box to box? I would he... say he's
2: more of a deep sitter. Yeah, he he yeah. He's not really. I wouldn't say box to box particularly. He isn't going to be sprinting left, right, and centre. But no, he's he's he a very good player. Him aside, there's a there's a group of them now. A couple of strikers. One, sort of a couple of centre-mids, like um, Jack Garrett and stuff, who I'm not quite sure what he thinks of them. He keeps giving them chances, but I don't know whether he actually does take them seriously as members of the squad or, or team or whether they're ever going to break in and have a starting position. But you just keep mixing it up.
0: You know? Who who is there an old head in the middle of the, the park for Rovers amongst uh, all this youth? Well, you say, no,
2: you say old, it's probably Lewis Travis, who's right. young himself, but he's our captain. He will... He 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 could run the risk of a red card on Sunday. Right, he loves a tackle. Um, he, is he is
0: centre midfield or centre back, is centre he? mid, centre mid. Right, okay.
2: He is. Uh, and we needed a Travis for years. For years, we never had that little little shit. In the team, basically, I could I could disagree there. I can give you a whole list. <laughs> <laughs> for years, we would never have that Ben Pearson. Like whenever we used to, we used to play North End. I'd go, "Why have we not got a Ben Pearson?" One well, little gobby little things in the middle of the park. A Joey Barton. Yes, exactly. One hundred percent. Who was brilliant for us? Yeah, yeah, he, he dragged was. Us he to was, promotion. to be fair. Yeah, he was. Um, just one. I was "Oh, you just need them. You need your Adam Water, who you can pop it around, and then you need your little oh god, yeah, scumbag."
0: Which is something that. This Burnley team perhaps doesn't have. Mm, mm. Yeah.
2: Although sometimes in a derby, I'm never sure whether it's the. I, I was watching highlights of the um, the 99 2000 game, you know, the Kevin Ball booted David Dunn up in the air, and the tackles in that game were ridiculous. Yeah. I think about five of those would get a red card these days. Yeah. So I don't know whether it is a good thing. I'd, if Trav lets it get to his head, the occasion, I'm a bit worried there. But
0: we've got a lot of nippy strikers and nippy forwards, rather. Right. So. I can imagine there being cards, late challenges, mm. shirt tugging, those kind of situations. Nathan Teller has regularly um tied defenders in knots and pulled some yellow cards out of the yeah. red's pocket for to for for opposition defenders. So
2: Yeah. I, if I was to say who do I think you'll want to watch from us is? I am gonna say Ryan Hedges, weirdly. I just think he's he's obviously a decent player. The rest are very so young and inexperienced that they, they get lost a bit in games. Hedges seems to really actually, you know, he, he seems to get involved. He's good. I know what you're probably thinking. There might be a lot of Burnley fans listening to this going, he hasn't even mentioned Bradley Dak. I don't know if Burnley fans know the situation with Dak, but he's just, he's probably
0: off in January. He is probably on his way. Really, really surprising because Burnley being in the Premier League for for that, those years... I haven't really paid much attention no. to the championship no, and to Rovers, but I, I was still under the impression that Dak was still yeah. in and around it, playing playing quite a pivotal part, and that's not been the case for some period of time, no? no well, it's weird with Dak. Like, I think I think it comes back to that with Jondar Thomason. He
2: trains them so hard and he wants this intense, high-pressing style of play that Dak can't keep up with it. But actually, when he has played Dak, you still look at him and go, well, he's easily technically our best player. Like, he, he, there's no doubting his... De- and the other week we got a goal dis- disallowed um, as an equaliser. I can't remember who against now. It's, it's losing me. Was it Reading or whatever? But he scored. He put the goal in the net and then they blew up and they gave us a penalty instead. He actually scored. So if, if they played play on, he would have scored. And we would have been talking about, oh, Dak's got him back on the skate
0: Of course, he's back. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know, really. His misses is in the jungle. Oh well, she's not, not anymore. anymore. Not
2: anymore. She's out, isn't she? Mm. Just before we start recording this, she's, Burnley she's
0: fans. Out. I saw a tweet from uh, a guy called Leighton, a Burnley fan, and he said he was reminding Burnley fans who Olivia Atwood's partner is. Yeah. And he was saying, so make sure you, you know, get her, get her for all the task. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, not the case now. but
2: No, I know. Yeah, she's she's out. Uh, maybe that's see. That's how big the East Lancashire derby is. Maybe she got the call saying. Daki's starting. You need to get back for this. You need to get back <laughs> for the l line Classico. She's going to be
0: at your bean back.
2: Yeah, yeah, she is, Yes, yeah. She's going to be guest of honour. I'm a Get me out of here. That's another pound, please. Ah!
1: The l lang Classico podcast with pickles and gravy.
0: We've got something very special. You might have already heard it by the time I'm speaking. It might already have dropped. <laughs> oh, nice. Podcast parlance. Whoa! Down with the kids! We got in touch with Kevin Hurd, who played for both Rovers and Burnley. Brilliant for this podcast. Excellent. In the early stages when we were discussing doing this pod, I thought, Kevin Hurd, bob on for this. He's the ideal guest, right?
2: You did. It was literally the first thing you said, we've got to get Kevin Hurd on.
0: And then you weaved some magic, didn't you? uh,
2: yeah. I have my contacts.
0: (laughs) And voila. What's that? No. And voilà. Voilà. Vo- how do you say it? Voilà. Voilà.
2: Voilà. <laughs> you should really. It doesn't. well, Why don't you ask Vinny Com- Company? He must speak some French. Vinny Company.
0: Yeah. I think he speaks about five languages. Some of the training. I bet he does. Some of the training footage. He he, he skips between. He's brilliant. No, I. What bet a he, man. I know he's that sort of person. What a he? man.
2: He looks so perfect. He's, he's brilliant. I, people, love he? I love him. I love him. Um, yeah, so anyway, go and listen to the Kevin Hurd episode of Elan Clasico. Classico. It's a standalone interview. You'll love it. He talks about his time at uh, Rovers, Burnley. Leeds there. Leeds there.
0: And Cone Dynamos. Yes. Brilliant.
2: Excellent. So um, that might be out by the time you listen to this. It's probably going to release this episode, and then that's going to come out. So
0: uh, you can binge a load of L Clasico Classico on the lead up to the big game. And in the spirit of... Of Kevin Hurd having played for both. We're going to play a game called uh, Played for Both. Are we? Theme tune. What forgot got for that? They played for both.
2: Red. Played for both. They played for both. What?
0: They played for both. Right. Simple game. Okay. We are going to name. We're going to take it in turns. Oh, we are going to name a player who has played for yeah. both Burnley and Rovers. Okay? okay? The first one who cannot name a player who played for both Burnley and Rovers Loses.
2: Okay. Okay. What I do think will be uh, apropos uh, would be if we do a bit of a, a, a tense drone underneath this. So hit the drone.
0: Okay. Good. Nice drone. Mm, thanks. I'll go first. Okay, you go first. David May. Good one.
2: David May. Hmm. I'm going to carry on the theme of David's, and I'm going to go with Dave Jones.
0: Jay Keville.
2: Yeah, you injured him. I remember he played for you. He went on loan, came back. Don't stall. You're stalling. Sorry. Um, same period. Uh, very different. Andy Todd. Mm.
0: Mm. I'm gonna say it. Kevin Hurd.
2: Well, that was a that was that was empty net. Really, what you just did there. Um, okay. Um, oh. I'm going to go with, rest his soul, Lenny John Rose. What a bloody great blow!
0: Oh. Alan Marne. Oh, you pulled that one out of the bag. Very strong.
2: I'll go right up to date. I will say Taylor Harwood Bellis.
0: I'm coming straight back at you with Keith Tracy.
2: <gasps> yes, and the photographs. Ooh. Um... <laughs> 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 I used to serve him. Stolen. Uh, the, no, okay, you serve him in the pub. Um, Did I, you? Yes. Um, yes, he, he liked the drink. Um, <clears throat> I will say Michael Keane. <sighs> mm. It's a good game, this. Very good game. Oh. Do feel free to play this at home. You've got me on the ropes. With, along with your, you know, your fellow Rovers and Burnley supporters. I can
0: hear listeners shouting names yeah.
2: out. Especially if they don't listen to this podcast. I mean, as much as I would like you to say. Hey, go
0: Andy, Andrew Cole.
2: Yeah. Did he How many games did he play? Anyway, sorry, right. We're he got a hat trick for us. Get to the back.
0: Did he? Against QPR. Good knowledge. I think.
2: Um, right, okay. I'm going to say. Oh. Pretty, oh. Bloody great bloke, um, Stephen Reid. Yes, yes,
0: yep. yes. Famously, good in the dressing room.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: He didn't really play for us.
2: Oh, right. Oh, sorry. But I was thought was, you were coming was, out with somebody else. Okay. he was good in the dressing room. Yeah, all oh, right.
0: I can imagine, Dash, yeah. you know, he was good in the dressing room. Dash liked one of them. Dash liked yeah. good lads. He liked good lads. He'd be lads. good to get on. He's
2: doing some mental health stuff at the moment. Yes, Stephen Reid would get, be excellent. Let's try and get him on. Yeah. Anyway, good d- player. D- the drone is going. Come on. Oh, Oh, he's struggling. He is
0: Strugsy this, this is my game. Yeah. My game, this. I can't... Get this, eh? I'm, I'm going through the positions. Mm-hmm. I'm sure mm. there was a left-back or a right-back who played for both.
2: Oh, dear. This is really struggling oh here? Oh, no. How long do we give him? We didn't really discuss this. You've got a, you've got a, a, a timer. It's riveting
0: listening, to this. Yeah. Hearing the cogs turning in my little head.
2: Yeah. Um, Little as you know, I've actually cut this down. This has been going on for <laughs> five minutes now, and I've actually cut out five minutes of the cogs in Pickle's head just oh, turning no. away.
0: Oh, no. Come on. Have you got one in your head? Have you got... <laughs> I haven't, actually. All have well, this time,
2: one? I should have bought my time by actually thinking of one, and now I There's can't. There's got
0: to be a really obvious one that um, I can't think of.
2: Oh, dear. Um.
0: I'm thinking British. You know, I'm, I'm trying to whittle it down here. Yeah. That's as far as I've got. <laughs> um, there must be a, a a striker on loan or something. Don. Oh dear! Not this, but someone like Delhi Adebola who played for Burnley, something like that. You know,
2: previous <laughs> oh, he club. Never, he definitely never played for us.
0: He played for a lot of clubs.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> oh go on <laughs> then. <laughs> the thing is, are we gonna? Oh, wait,
2: wait.
0: <laughs> Can we get away with that? Can you put that in the pod, the Uh, the, the countdown?
2: Sorry, no, I'll do the the last note slightly
0: different.
2: Different different pitch, yeah. There we go.
0: Right, well, that's that game. That's that uh, game. Another underwhelming game. Speaking of underwhelming games, let's play the Wikipedia game.
2: Uh, Yes, we had some some correspondence on this, actually. Um, uh, I forgot to reply to them, so I do apologise. Rick Lewis. Hello, Rick. Rick Lewis, two first names. Great.
0: Yep. Like David May, the <laughs> aforementioned David May.
2: Excellent. That's
0: another game. That's
2: another game. Players
0: with two first names.
2: You've nailed it there, because you've nailed we'll it. We'll
0: save now. that That's... for episode three. That's what,
2: when we're really struggling. That that we'll bring that way back out. <laughs> when?
0: <laughs> uh Rick Lewis,
2: Rick Lewis uh, got in touch. You can always do that. Pod at lineclassico.com. We'd love to hear from you.
0: I refresh it all the time.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you? <laughs> Uh, Well, yes, we've had loads of, literally, tens of
0: emails. Please email me.
2: Uh, He says, I think you guys were joking, but said you wanted messages if someone could tell you more about the 1927 result that we spoke about last time. Uh, You guys need to get the book No Nay Never about the rivalry, season-by-season breakdowns of where each team was in, in which league, and if they played each other recaps of the game. Uh, and this is, this is great as someone who's never even been to England it's great to hear about the rivalry from fellow fans thanks for the show I look forward to more thank you very much Rick Lewis that's lovely of you to say the no nay never book of course we really should actually invest in that Yeah. Um, I have to admit um, we, you sold it in the Rover store while I was marketing manager, mm-hmm. but it was at a stage in my life where I was so sick of stuff, I didn't want to see anything Rovers related outside of work. Uh, so so I, fe- I failed to get a copy. So if anybody knows where I can purchase a, a copy, then it might actually improve this Wikipedia game where you're aimlessly looking well, for well, information say, of what is not a reliable source.
0: Well, I would say having the book removes all jeopardy from this game. Part of the fun of this game is me searching,
2: and the lack of professionalism is that—that's fun, is it?
0: <clears throat> so, oh God, give me—he's
2: persisting. Grave we're, we're air, it.
0: Grave give me any year that's happened, not <laughs> like <laughs>
2: any year, okay? Give me any year that has
0: happened. Shout a year out. Four numbers.
2: Right. Well, I did it. I'm gonna go for seventies. Then I'm gonna go for nineteen seventy. Oh God, when would have be in the same league? Nineteen seventy-five. I don't think we're in the same league. Okay, I think I've lied to you. There. I'm
0: typing in nineteen seventy what? Five. Nineteen seventy-five. Burnley versus Blackburn. Oh, this is interesting.
2: Did we did play? Did we?
0: <clears throat> well, nineteen seventy-five. Blackburn Rovers reserves. Oh, <laughs> baby. One, <laughs> Burnley reserves, nil. Right. That took place in the Central League. Yeah. At Ewood Park. Excellent. Can you guess the attendance of that game? <laughs> That's a good one. Oh. It's very similar to the kind of crowd you get at the moment.
2: Oh, of course you'd come out with that. Um, Jeez. A reserve game. In the Central League? In the 70s, where things started to ramp up. I'm going to say about 4,600.
0: 514.
2: Oh. That's slightly overplayed. That's another
0: installment, another thrilling episode of. The Wikipedia game. The Wikipedia game. Hey. Hey. I'll think wow! Of, I'll think of another game for for the next episode. I mean, that yeah. was
2: truly great. Uh, I was going to say radio, Thanks. but obviously it's not radio. That's anymore. my
0: main contribution to the episode. That so. was great
2: podcasting content. Thanks,
0: I take a lot of pride in it.
2: Mm. Uh, so, I think that brings us to the natural conclusion for the podcast for another episode, episode two. yep and um, we've got the, of course, the Kevin Heard special that we would be uh, you would be remiss to to, to miss.
0: Miss to miss, miss to miss. We're recording this on Monday, the Monday before Elan Classico. Yes. Final words on how you think the game's going to go. General emotions about Elan Clasico.
2: Um. I at the weekend I started to get a little bit nervous talking about it with my mates. I still think Burnley mates. have more to lose. Mates. I think Burnley have more to lose than Rovers do. You are expected to win um i would just be happy to get a draw if I'm perfectly honest and then maybe try and nick the winner ewood and that is my personal thing i do think it's nice that there is something on it though that we're first and second
0: unexpectedly i didn't expect us no, to be no i didn't either first and second or maybe you know in the top 3 yeah i would take a draw mhm we we we're, we're expected to win i think we're with the favorites mm. and i think we are the better team but it's a derby, the old cliche. Anything can happen. Rovers are no slouchers. I don't think we can be complacent against any team in the championship, but especially in a game with the intensity that Sunday will have. Mm. Again, another cliche. It, it it could go either way. It really, really could. I could see Burnley putting three or four past you. I really could. I could also see Rovers nicking it.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go along with that. If we go behind. It's curtains for us if we take the lead. As long as we're not as silly and complacent as we have been in a couple of games where it's got a little bit, you know, uh, touchy towards the end. I think we could we could do something. Yeah, I'm buzzing. Most importantly, I can't
0: wait. enjoy it. Enjoy it. Try to enjoy it. It's it. I've got to admit, I don't enjoy the previously no, it makes don't, you feel sick. I don't it. enjoy Line Classic. Yeah. I didn't enjoy the playoff final at Wembley for similar reasons. I can't enjoy these games really. Yeah. Sure, if we're four 0 up with twenty minutes to play, ten minutes to play, yeah. I'm cock a hoop. <laughs> <laughs> right? Even with our tendency of throwing leads away. Yeah. I'd I'd be happy. I'll be happy. But I'll be tense. Mm. I'll be up there in the long side and I'll be tense.
2: Mm. I remember how tense I was just on. The ninetieth minute before that ball fell to David Dunn.
0: Is that the end of the podcast? It. I think, I think that, that's the end of that's the end of the episodes. Hit the button, stop recording. Absolute
1: You've been listening to L Lang Classico podcast. Thirsty for more? Of course you are. Follow us on Insta, Twitter, and the rest via At Lang Classico or visit langclassico.com. Tarcock.